Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. back you're listening to bitchin this is the podcast where we love to hate every week we talk about a different person we dissect them we veer wildly off track <laughs> and hopefully come back by the end and this week we are joined by the lovely avery edison hello hello, hello. i am the lovely avery edison <laughs> indeed thank you for coming on and we've asked you to pick somebody who you'd like to be your subject for bitching and would you like to tell us who you picked well initially i wanted to pick my mum <laughs> very happy to bitch about uh you want someone a bit more well known so i have picked elizabeth holmes founder and former ceo of theranos and now alleged fraudster the case is still ongoing so you can't just say fraudster I know, I'm a bit nervous about being sued. Do we know who mm. we are with that? Is that all right? I mean, when we did Kevin Spacey, we just <laughs> called him a nonce for 20 minutes. So if we're going to get sued, we're going to get sued. She she is historically very litigious, but I think yeah. with the fact that there is a lot of media about her right now, there was the podcast The Dropout, mm. um, there's an HBO documentary coming up, and an Adam McKay movie about her She's coming She's going to be played by Jennifer Lawrence. Bad choice for me. Really? Mm. Well, we've had Jennifer Lawrence play an entrepreneur before. Mm. That movie about the woman who made mops or something. Oh my gosh, yeah. And she did a bad job there. It was a bad film. <laughs> I mean, it's about mops. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's, it's, it is a different level of stakes. But um, I heard it was very boring, that film. It yeah. was. A, I repeat, it was about mops. <laughs> There's not really many places to go with. And that. it was. It was meant to be another like Oscar contender mm. for her, and she. But she was also playing like someone twenty years older than her, so they sort of aged the role down, oh, but also sort of aged her up. I think. Oh, that's really weird. And yeah, it's very bad, confusing, boring. Who, who film. would be um, your dream casting? Britt Marling. Oh, good, good choice. Yeah. Her whole thing is playing blonde women who are so good at telling stories and building a myth mm. that you buy into it even though everything should say don't do this she's got a very compelling energy that a lot of people talk about mm. elizabeth Holmes having and she has a bit of a deep voice which elizabeth affected but we've, we've dove into it without yeah. like a wiki summary at the top no i think I think we're it. fine. We're you, here. It's, you, I mean, you gave such a comprehensive explanation yeah. that I think that's that's way better than us just You're going... You're better than Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, I, I have had that on my business card for a while, so I'm glad <laughs> you picked up on that. 
Um, so um, it's the deep voice thing. So apparently she puts on a voice. Yeah. Is that is that true? true? That is true. There are YouTube videos of her like slipping out of character or at least there are for a few hours at a time YouTube videos of it and then they get taken down. Um, people seem very fascinated with it but also it's so easily explained to me. Mm. She was in a male dominated industry and wanted to be taken seriously mm. so... Can you explain? Because I don't quite understand what it is she was actually trying to do. Take okay. blood out of people. Yeah, <laughs> she was a vampire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, she was actually the enemy of the vampire. She wanted as little blood out of people as possible. Right. She, um, when she was 19, she was attending Stanford University in California. And ever since a child, her dream was to be a billionaire. And the way she decided to do it was at university, she took a semester of uh, microfluidics, which is the study of doing things with very, very small amounts of fluids. And then she was like... I know what I can do. I can <laughs> blood tests. They're so hard and they take so much blood and it's destroying our lives and we need to do it with a single drop of blood and we can do it. I think we've got a new contender for playing her in the film. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, so she, she just latched onto this idea of it's something that Americans would absolutely want to mm. no longer have to endure uh, what's called Venus blood draws where they take it and put a needle in your arm and take a bunch of blood straight out of the vein it's what she wanted to do was run every single test at once on a single drop of blood that was her pitch and it is impossible I it's mean, dream big it's not doable it's not even a dream though it's like no. it's like saying you know how you know how you can jump and then you fall down what if when you jumped you just stayed up in the air <laughs> like if, if that was someone's pitch for a product to you you'd say that sounds amazing but it, but it sounds amazing because it's not possible. So was she a fantasist? Do you think that she believed it was possible? Or do you think she was just lying completely that, from day one? That's a big question because she is currently being charged with fraud. Yeah. And so a big question behind that is in intent. If she earnestly and honestly believed it was possible mm. and she was deluded, then there's less of purposeful fraud there. But if she knew it was impossible but knew it was a big enough dream that people would buy into mm. and she could manipulate them that way then that is more of a fraud pure evil that yeah is pure evil i think she believes that if you raise enough money and just keep trying for it long enough you'll get there i think she had to have believed her own bullshit a bit yeah looking into it because the thing that was interesting to me was the fact that all this money and all this attention had been raised on like you say something which is fundamentally impossible mm-hmm but if she'd done it, if she'd managed yeah. it, she would have been everything that people said she was going to be. But yeah. it's only the fact that she had built everything on this kind of castle of sand that that meant that... Yeah. Yeah, so I wonder if a, a part of her was like, was a fantasist and did think that even though lots of people had said this just fundamentally, it's not possible... She thought, if I throw enough money at it, if I push hard enough. I've, I read something that said that she... So she had one team of engineers working on the um, the machine. blood machine. Yeah. yeah. And the, then, the mini lab, she called it. She had the mini lab and the Edison, um, which is no personally offensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's offensive to me that she would take my name. It's never been anyone else's name. Um, yeah, the mini lab and the Edison were two products she was trying to 
create and they both sort of did the same thing mm. but she was also getting people's blood and then just outsourcing it to places and pretending that she'd been testing it yeah she hadn't. they would they would buy uh testing machines from the big companies that currently do it and have them on site and test blood using them and say that they the reason they had machines was to compare their results to theirs mm. to make sure they were doing a good job which they weren't but even the results they would get from those testing machines were bad because they would do it with that single drop of blood, but they would have to dilute it mm. um, and then just times the results by however much they diluted it to get. And so they would just keep introducing flaws in the process. And simultaneously while they're doing that, they're actually trying to make the thing that they say they've already got. So, yeah. So the engineers... So she's got one team of engineers and then she's also got another team of engineers. Didn't she pit them against each other? Yeah, they weren't allowed to talk to each other. Um, the designers, yeah, but, so there was also designers who had to design the box but weren't allowed to talk to the engineers, which was a problem because heat is very important in doing these tests because if you heat the blood, it will coagulate and you won't be able to test it. But heat as well as an engineering problem is a design problem because you need to make the box well ventilated and have enough room for, you know, cooling apparatus and stuff. Mm. But the designers wouldn't know this. So they'd be, she hired people from Apple to design the boxes because um, she, she wanted to be the next Steve Jobs. And so they would design these sleek Apple-like devices and it would just make it too hot to work and would produce bad results it's yeah. such a bonkers culture that she had the fact that people because there was also that guy ian gibbons mm -hmm. he was yeah. the guy who was senior director got fired then got brought back in a in a lower in yeah. position demoted completely humiliated but also his yeah. whole experience of the company was trying and trying desperately to make this thing work that mm. didn't and yeah. her just refusing to acknowledge that it didn't work and lying to everybody that it already was working and he was like he was like a hard scientist like yeah very committed to the integrity of his work so then he was subpoenaed and the day yeah. before he was due to appear in court he committed suicide yeah that's um, desperately sad that was the moment for me that i went from being like oh i think she's you know she's trying her best what, what she's a character a, what a what a what a kooky gal and then i was like oh wow yeah this person might actually be a bit evil yeah yeah she's a she's a bad person and did bad things but Ultimately, she's just a product of the wider capitalist structure yeah. that has a little girl thinking, I want to be a billionaire when I grow up. Mm. And the very specific mode of capitalism that functions in Silicon Valley that says you can do the impossible and you can just relentlessly raise all this money and keep pushing it into a product. And then eventually the product will be big enough that you can sell the company make back the money you invested and someone else will be left holding the bag. And I guess feeding into that is also what you have to be doing has to be something that nobody has ever even tried to do before. Mm -hmm. And that's her whole thing about this completely impossible goal is you must in some level view all the people who've come before you who were told things were impossible but despite all the odds succeeded and all the narratives particularly in america that people are fed are and then she she has that quote that she says where she's like first they call you yeah first? first they laugh at you <laughs> then they attack you and then you change the world which isn't which is like a paraphrase of the full quote which is like yeah first they laugh at you then they um 
attack you and then you win something like yeah first they laugh you then they fight you then you win or in her case then you yeah then <laughs> go you to prison, <laughs> <laughs> prison she's currently she's currently free and out and about yeah. and has a younger partner which is a change because oh. her former boyfriend yeah. Yeah. and co like ceo of the company was like 20 years older than her mm. some very weird man who made made money by he made his millions by happening to be employed at a company just before the dot-com bust that the company made money and then all the dot-com companies fell apart but he managed to get out mm-hmm. just before the fallout which in america and in silicon valley makes you a very smart person instead of a very lucky person yeah. so yeah so he had all this money so people were convinced he was smart she was able to raise money so people were convinced she was smart one of the things about listening to the podcast the dropout is that they because the reporter who covers who does the podcast covers finance in general she is sort of a part of the system that thinks capitalism is okay and there are just bad actors within it so she will say like how did how did all these smart people get conned by this woman and it's like well, they're not smart people they're just rich <laughs> like the weird I, I want that on a t-shirt yeah the weird association of like there there were all these um people on her board of directors like george schultz who was a former secretary of state which is meant to indicate like oh well he was secretary of state he must have been smart no, I think we have proof right now that you don't need to be smart to be in government. Yeah. That has never been that's never <laughs> been true. Yeah. On both sides of the pond, even. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Like uh, Henry Kissinger was an advisor, like one of just soulless evil man, but also like not necessarily, you know, that smart like this idea that success means smartness rather than luck. I mean, not to get all SJW privilege like everything is luck, but like everything is luck especially in capitalism like the only reason i'm talking here right now is because at a time when a bunch of people were being funny on twitter one person happened to see one of my tweets and boosted it and from that initial luck of them seeing it everything has built from there you know i'm very aware that there are millions of people just as funny or interesting or deserving as the attention that i get that i am the very little i'm not saying like i'm i'm not you know adele or something (laughs) but like and i just happen wait you're you're not i know i was about to we're gonna have to ask you to leave okay well i did mislead you when i came in here i said hello and i think (laughs) i think you just bought into that um but yeah it's it's just luck Mm. and i think called survivorship bias which is a cognitive bias slash availability heuristic where yeah, you only hear the stories of people who tried to do something impossible and then did it. You don't. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I hear the exponentially more stories of people who tried to do something impossible yeah. than didn't like I mean you're you're both actors you both know that there are for every person succeeding there are thousands who go through theatre school go to the auditions like and just never become anything and are just as talented and just as deserving and it just oh my gosh we are so talentless and then yeah and then you you especially (laughs) the stars go on tv and say you know just but I'm proof that you just need to believe in your dreams it's like no, you're proof that if a thousand people believe in their dreams, one person will, yeah. by yeah. random chance, achieve it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're just all worth it. <laughs> I came here to talk about Elizabeth Holmes being bad, and we have instead come to the conclusion that we're all we're all bad. We're all bad, we're all bad. and we should all be in prison. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to ring up Elizabeth and we say, should, look. We should just lay down and let nature grow over us. <laughs> I would love to do that, actually. Yeah, that'd be okay. Great. That sounds great, yeah. But you are right, she's a product, she is a product yeah. of the culture that we live in and the system that we've created. It reminded me a lot of Fire Festival, but the difference mm. with Fire Festival is it was just funny because there wasn't really a victim, <laughs> apart from the people um, yeah. who ended up, raised, there was loads of money raised for the people who actually yeah. lived on that island, but the people who bought the tickets were rich, the people who organised the festival were rich, oh, it all ended in disaster, but with this, it's medical, it's people's blood, it's... People, people were given results from Theranos tests that were inaccurate. And all the stories we have heard have been of people who then did a follow-up test with a reputable company Mm. and discovered that they didn't have indications for cancer or weren't about to slip into a diabetic coma as the results indicate. But, you know, we probably won't hear the stories of the people who got a wrong result, took a wrong course of action Mm. and then died because, you know, they died. (laughs) Like, they're not here to be like... Yeah, I went to Theranos. I went to a Theranos booth in Wells Fargo, one of the biggest like supermarket chains in America that was some was conned by Elizabeth going like you could be the grocery store that everyone goes to <laughs> to get their blood checked. And they were like, That would be amazing, wouldn't it? And then one person on the team goes, The blood checks they work, right? And she goes, That's proprietary technology. We can't show you that right now actually, but it does work, trust me. People wouldn't have invested $400 million at $9 billion valuation if it didn't work. But that's mad, isn't it? That people invested all that money. and Because that, that's also bonkers, is that one individual is able to recruit that amount of wealth mm. and power for yeah. something that's just... So where's the, all the regulation and... You know, there's the, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration in America, that is meant to inspect these kind of yeah. achievements, mm. but 
the company was in quote unquote stealth mode for so long where they weren't doing anything publicly mm. so they weren't regulated and then when they did go like public not in the initial public offering sense but just let people know they existed they would say like oh we don't need to be regulated because the blood tests aren't actually being done at the site they just get sent to our computers and then the computers interpret them sure. so and it's and it's this weird again silicon valley kind of we're not subject to the rules because we're disrupting everything yeah. of like uber you know saying we're not a taxi company when they obviously are and <laughs> again like capitalist late capitalism obsessed america and uk being like yeah oh good on you guys for bucking the rules yeah. and paving the way for new whatever. yeah my favorite thing that she did was when john mccain went to visit and she built a fake lab have i made this up they she there wasn't was anything it biden? was it biden i think it was biden I mean, they're both old white dudes. <laughs> yeah, we're in the US. Equally, so really, who are John equally Mc bad. John yeah. McCain was always tweeting about her though, because she essentially gave loads of money to his campaign. So yeah, maybe sure. That's why I'm confused. Um, Joe Biden. So Joe Biden went mm. to see her, and she built. Yeah, she built a fake lab, and then afterwards he told reporters that he had just seen. I'm not going to do it. I was waiting here. for you. Oh, I, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have a Joe Biden that. <laughs> doesn't involve creepily touching young girls and okay. whispering into their ear. <laughs> I was about um, to do one, but I could feel it coming and I was like, it's going to sound more like Cher than Joe Biden. Oh, then so do Cher. Not, no. Do Cher. Oh, oh come on, I'm just here to see lab results. Elizabeth is so beautiful. <laughs> that's great. perfect. And that's, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what he said. Like He said, I've just seen the future of medicine and it's like no wow. you've seen like a stage show yeah you've seen like Amdram. that's it because it was it was a total performance that's what's kind of you know and especially when you watch all the videos of her yeah i mean her eyes as well and she's doing the thing and she's yeah. like she, when she first had the idea apparently she just locked herself in a room was it four solid days and she slept two hours a night I mean that kind of obsession and just fixation. Having an extremely normal one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean We've that's me there. just on Twitter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've left that, left the house in months. Like, gotta get the takes out. The more people. I the more I think about it, you just got the eyes, she's got a, a deep voice, she's, you know, locking herself in a room. I'm like, this chick actually represents me. And you do know a lot about her. She's well, she's a slay queen and uh, a lean in feminist hero and I love it. If men are doing all these bad things, shouldn't women be doing them too? Shouldn't we celebrate? Yeah. Her? What an icon. She's up there with Margaret Thatcher and my book. Breaking glass ceilings. She tweeted a picture of Margaret Thatcher. Oh, oh my god, yeah. she that's maybe so on Margaret funny. Thatcher's birthday saying, you know. Slay Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Slay Queen. I really love um, a quote where she says, The minute you have a backup plan, you've admitted you're not going to succeed. That kind of like you know platitude in quote is like just her trying to build the backlog of quotes for like some biography yeah, in the yeah, future that's exactly yeah. it. you can and now what's ironic is you read that in retrospect and you go oh my god she, like we saw it you, now you read it and you see it in the light of what happened yeah. whereas she thought we'd see it in the light of her succeeding yeah but also that quote is someone who like you were saying is just always had money yeah it's interesting because she sort of had money and sort of didn't. Like, her family used to be a lot, lot richer. So was her dad... I kept seeing comments from people saying that her dad was the VP of Enron. Is that true? 
I, can't remember. I, I remember there is a connection to Enron. There is a connection. Yeah. Mm. yeah, he was the vice president for a while. So they had money, but then... So maybe she was she was brought the, up with money, but... No, the, the money had been lost a few generations earlier. Right. But they still thought of themselves as uh, the kind of family that deserves that money. Old money kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah, and they had enough to, like, yeah, have a nice house, and she had a great childhood and went to, I think private schools and then you know she got into stanford which is probably more about the money than being smart and she yeah had enough money to like learn mandarin and go to go on trips to china as a teenager but yeah they weren't like fabulously wealthy but they also weren't like hard scrabble mm. working class types it felt like a an aspirational thing as well there seemed to be a lot of pressure from her parents that she would achieve and the fact that she had private tutoring for mandarin and was and you know was learning that language and was being pushed to kind of be yeah i don't know that it's a kind of privilege not always financial but a kind of entitlement that you are born into isn't it yeah yeah and like i think if i recall correctly her like the riches that her family did used to have had come from some sort of medical advancement really so and that was, yeah, that was, like, part of her pitch to people as well. Like, oh, she, you know, she's got this sort of thing in the family. It's like how Trump talks about, like, he's got an uncle who's a scientist, so he knows about <laughs> science. It's that same kind of weird epigenetic thinking. Yeah, it's just so so much about her is just a product of American myth-making and personal myth-making. And it's, I, I think it's very fascinating to people because we all know that fundamentally capitalism is bad Mm. and unfair and neoliberalism has destroyed you know even the the fake promise of capitalism and she's such a good representation of its worst excesses run amok but also the reason in my opinion it's a bit conspiracy theory that we hear so much about her is not that her scam is particularly exemplary is particularly like uh, notable i think it's the same as any other silicon valley startup which is scamming people mm. um i mean i think in a in a few years uber will in hindsight be a scam on the level of theranos but yeah. again that's just personal opinion but she one of the investors in the company was rupert murdoch who invested i think 150 million which is a drop in the bucket to him but the more personal insult of him thinking this was a smart investment and then it turning out he got rooked. I think there's probably some pressure from him to his various media companies to be like, let's hammer this bitch. Let's make sure mm. she... Avery, suffers. you are... You've cracked You've the cracked case. the case. Because she went to him to try and quash the story when she mm-hmm. first heard it was going to be published. And, and he was he... like, hell no. Yeah. yeah. I can't was... wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> there's it a big was... cash cow in front of me. <laughs> yeah, John Carreyrou's reporting was in the Wall Street Journal. Which, yeah, Murdoch owns. And, like, one thing that they did do was let her put out, like, a letter-slash-op-ed a few days before the reporting came out, just saying, my company's amazing, hey, if you happen to hear anything in the coming days, um, don't believe it, especially if it's in this newspaper. But, yeah, no, one one thing, I guess, in Rupert Murdoch's favour is that he was, like, now I stand by my reporters. Mm. yeah. But like you say as well, potentially has a lot of power to make her story a really huge one when there are many others like it, which just shows as well 
the danger of rubbing shoulders with powerful people not to feel sorry for her because she mm. did a really bad thing but she made herself incredibly powerful by having powerful yeah I don't, I don't think I'd want to give myself the opportunity to piss off Henry Kissinger <laughs> <laughs> like a man who's literally like been in a you know bad mood or decided to do a bad thing and you know destroyed Cambodia you know like yeah she she was playing a very risky game because Silicon Valley prizes risk and mm-hmm. makes everyone think they would they won't be the ones suffering the consequences and she did great time <laughs> I had fun I laughed and uh, I'm going to go and buy a black turtleneck <laughs> you look great thank you Avery you're thank amazing thank you so much Avery um, where can people find you people can find me on a website called Twitter <laughs> uh, equally as unprofitable as uh, all these <laughs> other companies but I have a vested interest in it staying around so I think it's good yeah. um, twitter.com slash a Edison and I have been doing tweets on there for 11 years and I'm sick of these Johnny come latelys uh, <laughs> taking all all the focus away from me so if everyone could follow me that would be amazing we definitely will thank you so thank much you Avery so much. thank Ooh. you for having me yay Black turtleneck today. I, I, I do want to cosplay her. I need to. Oh my god! I have should. like the black turtleneck and blazer that she had. I just need to the buy the, the wig. Oh yes, you could do it for Halloween and just like follow everyone around with like a small tr- trend. Like, yeah, just one drop. <laughs> I yeah. Oh, I, I want to do like a video uh, as her like launching a new startup where you can do all a bunch of drug tests on a single drop of pee. <laughs> Amazing. It's oh called it's called Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Please do it. I'm not I, going to. I, I never like do Kali anything. Humor will end up doing. Yeah, watching on SNL. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you've got all these people being like, but like when I pee, like it's all coming out. <laughs> it's not. You know, you can't just get a single you job out. You shouldn't have to give us all your urine. <laughs> Yeah, but I can. It's like it's not a big deal. It's not painful. If anything, it's easier. Yeah, it's more awkward for me to to cut it off halfway through. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik: The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.